0: Discussion about beer over beer by a couple of guys that think about beer way too much
1: hey y'all it's five o'clock on monday and we are stealing beer i'm
0: augie carton hey i'm john hall hey john hall how are you buddy Well, so this is uh, the second show of the day. I think by now, everybody knows that uh, when we record in this manner over Zoom, that we do two in a row. So this is the second show. So last week, although it was like five minutes ago, we had Heather on the show and Justin gave us. Just, so just so you know what's going to happen here, yes. uh, Justin gave us two beers. The first is the Monster Energy drink owned Double Dale's Imperial IPA that clocks in at nine percent, and then and Justin tastes
1: like it clocks in at eighteen percent.
0: Right, but then Justin because he. <laughs> Really is sick of us at this point. <laughs> uh, decided that the second beer should be Half Acres Big Hugs, which is an imperial coffee stout that clocks an session 10%. imperial coffee stout. Yeah, so 10%. So we've been drinking those for the last hour and everything. Um, I love having proper journalists on the show because, like, we can actually have a proper conversation, but I apologize in advance because this
2: we've been cool drinking it. high. So let's, beers. Ju- let's
1: just say, let's just say we have a a warm glow to our cheeks. Thanks to Justin Kennedy's spicy curation of the beer list this week.
3: We're downshifting
1: um, for
0: this episode. But,
1: but what happened oh. in that downshift, John, is you didn't allow me to properly introduce Zoe. So while no, I was
0: going to, I was just cut was like a teaser take two, yeah. back
1: to one Fine. ready and action. Our accomplice today is Zoe Licata of Brewbound writing. And as John has said, the word journalism four times, you, I get excited. You guys can imagine that what she is journalism for Brewbound. Yes. Um, Zoe, in 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 just you know, Justin Justin never stops working, he's constantly working to make this show better and stronger. Um, I think what he passed me was the paragraph Empty that drinking Brewbound when Brewbound like identifies you with but the th- the fun the, the thing I noticed one was that you you identify as Gen Z. Yes. Or it identifies you as Gen Z as a, as the only beer reporter for Gen, from Gen Z. Yes. Is that right. Well, Is that right? Yes.
4: I'm like one of those. <laughs> those generational cuspers where I was born right. 1996. So I could go either millennial or Gen Z, but as the youngest, sorry to give you any crisis about my <laughs> birth date, but um, as, to, to
0: be fair, the, 1996 is the year that I started in a newsroom at 16. Is
1: wow. that right? Look at yeah. you show off.
0: No, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm now realizing that I'm the old man in the room and that's okay. I'm yeah, all right sorry. with it. No, don't, don't I was told when I started at 16 not to apologize for my age and therefore neither should you like, it's fuck uh, it. Who cares? It's a anyway,
1: anyway, John Augie's the
0: oldest one here always. And somehow
1: <laughs> least mature <Weird>. anyway, <laughs> strange that. Um, but then I got a whole bunch of your articles to, to flip through and you are, you're pretty much writing about business, right? Like it's none of this is generational writing and, it's funny it's not like that I think John 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 loves to call people journalists um but he doesn't do it when it's not true. You are not writing like this beer is fun at this party. You are writing about <laughs> beer business and what fucking happening and as a guy who does beer business as a business poorly, you're well beyond what I'm aware of. So what what do you really write about because it's not gen z stuff it's it's yeah. mergers and acquisitions and business trends and shit like that right
4: yeah yeah i've become termed the gen z correspondent simply because i am the youngest one on our staff right now so i can give Got us it. insights into particular trends or things that we like but my day-to-day is i am writing about the business of beer. Our publication BrewBound is a trade publication. So all of our readership are people who are working in the industry and they wanna know what's going on. So we're writing about everything from, we had that whole monster canarchy news that we had to write about. I'm writing about closures of breweries. I'm writing about new tap rooms. Like it's all about the actual stuff that is happening within the industry instead of those like, oh, there's a new, ipa out that we're going to oh. try and give you our review of you know
1: crystal pepsi ipa right yeah.
4: um, that's,
0: but that's actual journalism and that's the versus blogging or right just that's that's media but i want I
1: wanted to identify that because yeah. it's
0: it's 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 something we call
1: for more of so when when justin actually manages to get somebody in that does it i always like to draw attention oh, to stop. it um but um, but I do want to talk to you because you just touched on something. Because there is actually something you can explain to me from your perspective as that that younger person writing about the business. At some point, when Caligione got folded into Boston,
2: Boston Yes,
0: an
1: insight he shared with me that he picked up was that that the younger generation of beer drinkers actually views life in terms of flavors rather than styles oh yeah and since he said it it's made sense to me and i've i've had a real trouble figuring out how to identify the beers i'm making as beer flavored beers with augmentation not flavoring and i'm wondering where you see that going so he said this to me three years ago so in your reporting on the industry and stuff like that Do you see that move? And do you see that move having the, the grip he said he thought it would?
4: I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think there's just been, we talk about a little bit about how there's an influence too from hard seltzers and all these like RTDs and stuff where those are all very based on flavors and like fruit forward flavors. And I think the beer industry is kind of finding a mix between the two of, we still have traditional beers, but we need these flavors that particularly younger drinkers are more accustomed to and are searching for, um, but now possibly in a beer. So we're seeing it all the time. People are coming, I mean, right now it's all these like margarita inspired flavors or like cocktail inspired flavors, but I mean, most of the younger drinkers that I know, they're not necessarily going to the store looking for, oh, I want this particular style of beer. They're going there like, I want something that tastes kind of like a black cherry-ish or I want something that's like mango-y. And we're seeing too with some of these releases that people aren't necessarily pushing the style as much, Um, not always, but sometimes in their marketing, um, they're more about the flavors and they're... Sometimes uh, we've seen a couple of beers where they could borderline be a different style, but marketed as another one. Um, And I think that all goes along with that, that same idea.
1: So I think that leads well, I knew somehow I had to get to Kenarchy, but I think what we've just said kind of leads to insights. I'm hoping you can provide for that because there's nothing funnier when something like that happens, like, you know, monster buys canarchy and you know as a small brewer i am member in 25 different facebook beer groups where some of the most amazing insights are to be found but <laughs> but no, no no two people agreed awesome. on what this play what what. You're saying there's not truth in my statement about weird about insights in the in the Facebook in the Facebook, Facebook group <laughs> yeah.
2: weird.
1: I, I can't believe you're not taking me seriously at face value. Um. Anyways, So so, what does what does the what does a reporter on the business of beer and a beer business publication? What do you guys see that like the key motivator for that move by Monster? Has it, is there anything there that's, that's not just, we need to make our TDs?
4: I mean, I think it's, I mean, that's the the majority of it is that yes, they are, are seeing this potential in the alcohol space that they, I mean, alcohol has kind of been doing the opposite where they've been like, oh, we're having these beverages that are inspired by non-alk um, beverages, like The dreaded soda inspired uh, beverages and things like that. But Mm -hmm. now the opposite is kind of happening. Yes. Um, And now Uh, Bud Light Seltzer now has a soda line.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
4: Yes. Um, So it's kind of like the opposite of that as all these non-alcoholic producers are seeing that they can kind of get in on this alcoholic side. And I think we all kind of saw this coming a little bit. I don't think any of us were shocked necessarily, um, but not this specifically taking canarchy. Uh But yeah, yeah. It's, I don't think it was a surprise at all.
1: No, and, I mean, and, and, and it really wanted to but sell. But hold for, on, because yeah. I keep hearing all this other bullshit. It really is just already. It's it's just to make RTDs, right? It's not. They're not going to make caffeinated Dale's pill, right? They're going to make. You know eight percent grape soda and do that through the brewing houses instead of through the soda house, right
4: yeah, that's I, I mean that's what I see it as being is I think that's their main uh motivation yeah. for it,
1: okay, yeah, and it's 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 we're not lucky enough to have seen been there at the moment of session of eight loco or five loco or whatever the next loco would be
2: yeah.
1: Um, that's not what we're going to see. Okay, interesting. No. All right, so um sorry. So now we have to go to the part of the show that is constant, and then we'll come back to talking to you about beer news and business. So what brings us together on this Beer, John Hall, Justin yes. Kennedy, and yep. Zoe, is a candid conversation about beer. What it is, not what we wanted it to be. What it's doing, not what we were told it would do. And apparently, Justin is really mad at me and john and just oh. trying to get a shit house wasted is this is this actually beer or is this a it's <clears> funny zoe have you all right so wait zoe have you opened and are you drinking your
2: beer
4: i am i believe it yours right will have
1: a number three on it okay so you open it yeah. start start wrapping your head around it john and i'll start the conversation
3: so it's and funny you'll
1: catch up once it's in your face but zoe already identified this beer
3: right or this you kind of did um it's yeah.
1: a fucking margarita right you yes. literally
3: yeah, just sent us fucking it's, fun- in, it's funny I, I thought this was like four percent alcohol but it's not it's way bigger What, what you motherfucker, son
0: of a bitch
1: <laughs> what's what's well all right well so anyway all let's right let's talk fine. about what it is because what it is is a margarita it doesn't taste anything like beer it tastes like like Watered down to
0: all right, but here, but here's salt. the thing, though. It is a margarita, but it also is a margarita in that chemical sense. It's where a shitty
1: margarita. I, mean, I was
0: that's where I was going to go with
1: this. Is because John Hall,
0: you've been in bars with me. You know, I know. you I, know my very very quickly margarita. for 2022. This is your one chance for 2022. augie Carton, what are the five ingredients that go into one a fucking way
1: to make a margarita? And it is ice, salt, lime juice.
0: Quantro and tequila Thank that's fucking much. it and Fine. this is a sour mixed margarita it is a sour mixed margarita where the very first dominant flavor that I got off of this including some of the spiciness was ginger yeah. I thought that this was going to be a ginger beer and then it went into like a little bit of like a minty herbal and then finally like the lime started to come through and I realized that it was like sort of a goes base and that it was going to be some sort of you know, take on I the ginger know, yeah. attack
1: is exactly
0: right. The first sip was completely ginger and I was right. In that and head it's still there. Like, it, I mean, it's totally Canada dry. Of no, just- no. For
1: me, it moved to for me. It quickly. Once I found the salt in it, it unwound itself as a margarita and has just stuck there like it's not doing anything interesting or changing. It just tastes like. But like, like Here's the thing. But like though. I said, a sa- it's like you know when you go to um uh like All right, so Jose Tejas. I was thinking San Gennaro Street Festival. Okay. Where the guys pour those yard long plastic cups mm-hmm. and and there's like maybe a shot of watered down mobster tequila with a whole bunch of fucking sour mix puree poured on top of it. It tastes like that margarita. Mm. with ginger <laughs> I just took another sip of the ginger's back fuck you John Hall
4: <laughs> it does have that it's that like spiciness that kind of kicks you back after a couple sips like it comes yeah. in and out uh,
1: so yeah I guess you've got it you, you've you got it in your mouth now and you're thinking about it what do you feel about, and I know it sounds like I'm being mean to this and I kind of am because it doesn't taste like a beer to me. It tastes like a ready to drink cocktail. And.
4: I mean, maybe it might be because my last
1: beer it's my lost last beer.
4: beer that I had was a um, Dogfish Head, their Sea Quench.
2: Wow. Yeah. I had
4: this. This was my what I was drinking last night. For okay. our Saturday night festivities. Oh. And it has a similar tartness to that that I want to like. That's the only beer-related thing that I can like get off of it is that it has that like session sour quality to it.
2: Cool. Yeah.
0: But sequench has that black lime to it that mm-hmm. gives a little bit more of a pungency. Like there's a little bit but more, see, or at least sequench like the early versions. I don't know like the last time beer. I had that, but
1: like, but sequench tastes like a beer with lime and salt, not
4: not margarita,
0: margarita mix. mix. If you got this in a pint glass, like in a proper Boston Shaker pint glass uh, that was filled with cubed ice, uh, that's the proper setting for whatever is in this uh, this can right now. And I don't hate that, but... Uh, but
1: the, my problem is I like a real margarita so much more than I like this.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Yeah. I don't, I don't quite get when you would like want to choose this over just having a margarita.
0: Exactly. Right. But here's, but here's the thing, right. And maybe this is having Zoe on, on the show right now, but now I'm going back to my very early college years and I'm thinking to myself, okay, if I, you know, I mean, I had a, a, I, you know, didn't have a huge booze budget. So if there were an eight pack of pint cans of this, and now Justin is now telling us that this is well above four um, percent. Fucking Justin! <laughs> I, I, I it up. I thought
2: it was
3: four percent. I don't know why I thought it was four percent, but it's not right. There is twenty
0: twenty two. Justin, it's fourteen. Is it's fourteen. It's fourteen percent. It yeah,
2: this is fourteen um, percent. No, no, don't no know we, know yet. we don't know. We yet. don't know. We don't yet. Know. <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> like, but God, Justin no. thinks We still don't know what we're drinking. Poor but salad. John,
1: but John, you're gonna make me do this. Where the margarita this mimics flavor profile wise for me would cost less than a four pack of this beer because this is a fucking
2: right this and is again, that this is one of those this experience. is one of those
1: but this is one of those plastic bottle of margarita mix I, with the I, handles in the side and a fucking 750 of Jose
0: I'm not right? disagreeing this is, this with is you is but I'm saying gold to me. and fucking Bacardi mixer this is at yeah. the parties in college. I would get this and April would would have been very excited. April would have been like, this is great. And oh, then I would. Drink now it's tea. my favorite beer. If it makes April happy. I'll right.
1: That's the thing. All right. I take back everything I said. It's a perfect beer. I'm, so is that so April's you my, April's I'm glad, life. I'm glad yeah. young April's happy john's yes. gonna drink it back in time, <laughs> back in time. <laughs> all right so so anyway zoe um the next thing we do is we we write the sentence uh so if anybody does have this beer in their fridge and they're waiting for it and trying to figure out when to have it we tell I, them i like
0: it i mean it's, and, i think i think of this as being you know in college young john like i used to buy like you know <laughs> to-go cups of orange juice uh to go bring back to the apartment because April wanted screwdrivers at the end of the night. Like this was, and I was like, well, I don't, I don't have anything in my fridge at my apartment. So like like be extra tipping oh the bartender and being like, oh hey, God. can I carry some orange juice home in a to-go cup? Um this makes me this this is fun. Like this 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 makes me happy.
1: Right, um, now Zoe, you write your sentence where do you want to drink this? I,
4: if you I want would- to drink it. I would want to take this and put it in a like to go container and pour some actual tequila in it and take it to the beach with my friends for like a day dedicated to getting completely out of our minds.
2: Yeah, it's
1: exactly. <laughs> I, th- I think I like Zoe's idea better than it is. I see it as like, Fine. yeah, like a, a Yeti tumbler. And you're yeah. like, you know what? The regular margarita mix could be. Ten percent.
0: Let's get that beer instead. See, here's yeah. the, it <laughs> can't be a brand name Yeti. Like this is this is not a brand name Yeti kind of thing. This is the.
4: This is going to be it... the off-brand like Walmart version That's of right. like, one of those That's giant jugs. Right. Yeah,
1: exactly. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with Yeti the, with, with, the with the weird like
4: spigot that pops up
1: and somehow has a air hole. That lines up so that you could just keep chugging from it, yeah. but then you fold it back down. Um, where
0: where are you drinking this?
3: Yeah, Augie, where are you drinking this? I'm not drinking this. You guys are
1: adorable. <laughs> as as you've pointed out, so as you've so gently pointed out, John, I am the most senior in this group and closest to death, and therefore I can't afford to drink crap like this. I can only drink the finest beverages.
0: Justin Kennedy,
3: once
2: again, <laughs> USOB. <laughs>
0: What
3: is so it? This is this is from Harpoon is brewing what up, in just <laughs> up in house
2: Boston.
3: Up in Boston, Virginia. This is barely a Harpoon product.
4: Wow.
3: How smart. Yeah, mar. I would I would guess.
4: I
1: can't put so Harpoon still identifies as craft, right? Yep, I
3: cool. yes. Yeah,
2: I think so. Yeah,
0: and they are.
3: Employee. Yeah, owned. but
1: this feels so big beer to me.
3: It's 8%. Yeah. I thought it was 4%, but it's 8%. I'm sorry. It's, it's divisible by four. <laughs> <laughs> it's a multiple of two. <laughs> go a fuck tower, yourself. ale brewed with agave, lime peel, and sea salt with lime puree added and aged in tequila barrels. All
0: right. All right. So, so here's So here's the marketing copy on the back of this can. Beer will always be our first true love, but it's tough to beat a cold margarita in the hot summer sun. That's why we brewed our heart, our house marg, our margarita-inspired kettle sour this year, made with our good friends at Sousa, S-A-U-Z-A. Mm-hmm. Sousa? That's a tequila company. All right, mm-hmm. tequila. Yeah. Brewed with lime zest, sea salt, agave, and lime puree and sourced with uh, a bacillus uh, for a bright splash of acidity. This year's batch, this year's batch, they've made this multiple years, yep. uh, was aged in Sousa tequila barrels straight from Jalisco. 8% ABV, lime wedge, and salt rim not included. Justin, when does this, this beer was packaged on April 5th of 2021.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep, and it's still around my stores here in Brooklyn. So I,
1: well, it, it doesn't, it I don't hate it. It doesn't taste it it, it. it doesn't. It definitely doesn't. It's not flawed by age at all.
3: No, definitely not.
0: Listen, I mean, at 8%. I would drink this 16 ounce can before I would probably finish the 9% 12 ounce can of Double Dales. No doubt.
1: But again, you've sat with me in bars I drinking have. actual margaritas. And it's just so much fun. Why would you? Right. I, Robert, don't why, I don't know why. I don't know why you would yeah. drink this over, yeah. especially because I mean, John, you've seen, and I know you have actually yes. branded different types of my drunk. But the the margarita drinking
0: Augie is a fun Augie. No, he's and a generous Augie. The beer he's drinking Augie is a
1: terrible. Auggie. Is a terrible Augie.
0: So, Zoe, for yeah. context, uh, the last time that I saw a margarita Augie. Was at a Hunapu day down at Cigar City, now owned by Monster, <laughs> uh, four, four years <laughs> ago. Maybe. <laughs> and uh, Augie kept going to the bartender and ordering, this is not an exaggeration, a dozen margaritas in the way that he previously just described uh, at a time where the glasses would just show up at a table and everybody in the hotel bar. Was drinking the margaritas ordered by Augie to the point where I had to go to the bartender and be like, "Next time he orders more, stop," because we all because <laughs> he won't up stop himself at this point. <laughs> Here's my question, yeah. though, uh, because right, Zoe I want to yeah,
1: get back to beer business because yeah. what else ha- so that canarchy thing? And I guess you know I understand how is discordant in people's brains, even though, like you said, it it makes. Business sense, and you saw it coming. What else has happened in the last couple of weeks that got blown out by that news? Because that's all I've seen people really talking about for two weeks now. What else is going on out there that we need to be aware of? Though? Oh.
4: Hmm. What kind of got buried from this? this yeah, what, what did
1: we miss because of the, monster, the fact that monster got into the beer news? What did the monster stop on? Shut up, John.
4: <laughs> i mean not to like bring everyone's mood down a bit but we did have a lot of like we were seeing a couple breweries that have been around for a long time saying this is this is the last year for us this is kind of the end um That's i mean what we wanted at, to talk
0: to you about yeah
4: yeah it's which was not i mean i so i post on my twitter every couple of days or so like in case you missed it of our news and this past one that I did, it was just so kind of depressing. It had closings, it had um continued ball news about their canned stuff. Um, that I was like, I hope everyone just has a much better weekend than this week went because it was <laughs> kind of upsetting. Um, but we saw yeah. there was like a, a California brewery that is closing after like thirty over 30 years. Marin Brewing um, Company. Yes. Yeah. Um one of the This past year's GABF um, Small Brewery of the Years is closing. Um, That was made in six in Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. Um, And they had just announced like this past year that they had planned this huge expansion and they were going to be taking over a place next door and had all these great plans. And then they said, no, we're probably going to be done by March.
1: Wow. Did they give an explanation other than COVID stuck
0: the life out of their business? No,
4: they, they said various reasons, but one of those includes COVID.
0: Yeah. All right. So let me ask you this, though, because the question that I get a lot when I'm reporting out on stuff is, you know, oh, all these places are closing and, you know, there's doom and gloom and things like that. And I understand that when a place like Marin Brewing closes, it's going to be a bad thing. Cool Springs Brewing in uh, just outside of Nashville in like Brentwood or Franklin, Tennessee, um, which I've been going to for years uh, announced that it was closing and they've been around for 20 years in a strip mall. And it, like, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a loss, but you also mentioned that you are writing about openings yeah. and that to me, it, when somebody like sends me a press release now, it's like, Oh, we're a new brewery. That's going to open these days. Like I kind of glance it over and it's like, okay, like, what are you going to do to, you know, be part of this beer world, but you put Gen Z in your profile. Do you see a, I, I, I guess the, the the way that I want to phrase this is, do you see now as more of Gen Z is getting into starting their own businesses and starting their own breweries, do you see a shift in what their business model might be from the get-go as opposed to a brewery that opened up in 2012 that was firmly Gen X or oh, yeah. you know even yeah. a few years? Okay. And, and, what is that difference?
4: Well, I think we're, they're going into it with more of a, I guess, flexible and open mindset of this whole industry has kind of evolved so much in the past few years that you can't, we love to have this romanticized view of craft beer. And like you are coming in with your one individual view and one individual beer that no one else can do. And I don't care if no one likes it if this one crew of people likes it will form a an army or whatever and i think we've it's kind of evolved where you have to be open to trying new types of products or doing new i mean i talked to uh like Highwire in north carolina this past week they're four or
0: five spots right
4: yeah. And they're opening three new ones this year and they just switched all of their entire portfolio is now going to be in 16 ounce cans. And that's something that like they've gotten a lot of resistance from because they're like, why, why? Like we've had this traditional can size for so long. Like that's not going to make any sense on the shelf. None of this is going to make sense. And they've shown through the numbers that it makes sense. Um, And they, actually- they also were
0: doing like weird, like champagne, like 750 mils yeah. with like the flat bottoms. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So I think that there's not
0: champagne like at all, but go on.
4: Yeah, <laughs> I think there's just a, a sit down,
1: uh, old man. The young kids are talking, <laughs> but but you know, I, I it's not often I get to fact check you and
0: the design of the
1: punt. In champagne no, it was is, what
0: would
1: you what call what those made, bottles,
0: Justin, that uh that, that high Highwire was doing where it was like the very long necks but like the super flat bottoms?
3: I think they're like a, it's like an Italian style uh, uh bottle. I, you know, I
1: but John, you do understand that the punt in the bottom of a champagne glass in a champagne bottle is why it can handle all that pressure right, right. and we understand and interestingly, all wait, well, wait, but allow me to digress about wine for a second because this okay. is one of my favorite things Do you know that the cristal bottle is flat-bottomed because czar nicholas ii was sure people would be able to poison him by hiding poison in the punt of the <laughs> bottle
3: did not know that
0: Okay. Just a little. Fun. Right. We're, We're going fact fun. check on that. Anyway, just Zoe, I I interrupted you, there, you with like. No, no, you. <laughs> stupidity. So please get. And back then to I the really took salient it to a new point. level. <laughs> yeah. So please get back to the salient point.
4: Well, yeah. So I. I mean, we had um, during our Brewbound Live conference this year, we had a whole presentation that they did on Generation Z, and one of the big things they showed was like a timeline of what generation's life has looked like relevant to current events in growing up and there was just so many different things that we've grown up with i mean we were like four or five when 9 11 happened and then like we're in college when covid 19 is happening like we have had this long in our formative years um it's just uh unexpected i don't know how to properly say it but right. like unexpected right. things no. happening that we've learned to no, adapt. are the trauma
0: <laughs> generation yeah, yeah. <laughs> right
4: like, but I think it set us up you're where- You're like,
0: can this get any worse generation? Yeah. <laughs>
4: right, exactly. turns out, um, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's it's set us up where there's kind of two parts to that where we expect the unexpected to happen all the time. So I think we're a little bit more up to being flexible about things and trying to adjust to whatever's happening in a market. But we also um, have become extremely distrusting of any sort of- um, corporate organization or any sort of like authority. And so we're more likely to do entrepreneurial things that um we're more in control of. And I think that's led to this all these newer businesses are having a bit more success because the younger people are coming in wanting to create new spaces, but also are open to adapting as time goes on.
1: Interesting. I like that. And I, I wonder, I wonder how much of the uh the flavor of her style is is don't make me think too much about this. Let it just be fun. <laughs> like f- right, have you not right. seen the life I have you not seen the life I've had to live right? That's the thing. It's let, like, raz- yeah. let raspberries right. be point. blue, Augie. Yeah. Let raspberries be blue. Stop resisting. Aren't they? Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So we should move on to I like yeah, this is a good point. Um oh, fuck.
0: Uh all right, so beer two. Um Zoe, have you had have you opened and. In- enjoying consuming
1: beer beer too with us i like i am
4: am currently now yes
0: oh okay so we need to get better i'm just making mental show notes right now for the uh to prep because we don't do because we don't actually do uh production by the time i make yes
1: Yes, I keep saying that now, Justin keeps telling me he tells them. So maybe Zoe just doesn't listen do, to Justin. but yeah, it's-
4: he did. I will give him the benefit. He did give me mm-hmm. time markers and I just did not pay attention to them.
0: Oh, that's fine. That's because that's perfect. Actually, that's because the that conversation is going really so well good at home at this show.
1: Yeah, you're yeah. nailing it. You'd fit right in if we were all together. <laughs> but anyway, uh, all right, so. I'll start again. Wrap your head around it, Zoe. We'll come to you, but I'll kick Mm -hmm. off here. So I thought it was Celebration. And then it got and then it got this. You don't think so? So I definitely feel I'm No. Yeah, it's got it's got that it's got that peroxide citra hop thing I like.
0: Uh, But other than that, it just tastes like a classic california ale to me now this yeah this is remember how that first time around in the last show with heather where we were like well double dales before we knew what it was we're like this is just the hops and booze this yep. has west coast bones in a really fun way where a little bit of that citrus comes through a little bit of that grapefruity pine thing comes through as well um and I'm not going to be surprised. you know like this, you're
1: describing celebration.
0: I understand that. <laughs> but celebration has celebration has like a celebration ness to it yeah so where, so there's there's in my yeah. head in my head it's in like the multiverse a, this is like four over
1: but in my in my head th- the visual description of the flavors i'm I'm experiencing there's. It's like a, it's like one of those optical illusion, geometric cones that used to be like screensavers on computers, where the big round You're surface part yourself. I'm looking right yeah. at, um, the big round surface part I'm looking right at is like I said, it, it tastes like it tastes like a beefy pale, like and when I say pale, oh, I don't mean nondescript pale, I mean Sierra pale. It tastes like a beefy Sierra pale to me, but then as it goes down away from me and comes to a point in the middle there, there's some unique hop thing. I'm not putting my, and it really does feel like, like, like the hole in a donut is this hop I can't put my head on. So I keep stepping back, getting the little bit of caramely malt that is so telltale the, the clean ferment of what I'm going to call Chico yeast. Um, It's like a West coast IPA, but, not very bitter all right i mean not some bitterness but not much and it's got some hop i don't i'm not putting my hand on but it doesn't taste like
0: it's a it doesn't taste like it's a new juice bomb hop
1: it tastes like it's a classic hop
0: all right i want to hear what zoe has to say because she's obviously going to keep us uh have you had a chance to drink it
4: yes yes okay so um Yes. So my my co workers make fun of me a little bit because I.
0: Not Justin want... Fonte. Justin Fonte better not be making fun of you.
4: No, Justin Fonte is the sweetest human ever. Um, but she She's is also from, from Jersey. New Jersey. So She's from yes. South Jersey. So and, uh, there is a yeah. bit of making fun of that has to come with that. Um, wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. You're going to make fun of her?
4: No, like new. The, no, no. Her new As Jersey, a people,
0: we Jersey yes. people pick on people, John. Yes, it's, you know this yes. about us. No, I understand. You know I, that's wanna, what I just want to. I just want to make. Sure. I don't know where Zoe's people, from. It's why the other four? Zoe is clearly not from podcast. Jersey. I just wanted With to the, make sure that Zoe wasn't picking on Jersey because no. then he I would immediately have to get Jess's back. Zoe told us she was from Massachusetts in this conversation, and you know, didn't she say
1: when the harpoon was revealed? Didn't you say you were up there? You, am I wrong on that?
4: No, a so, harpoon, yes, is near up by me. Yes, it is haha, a Massachusetts where she
0: lives now. Are you from oh, Massachusetts originally? Uh...
4: Uh, I grew up in like the sticks of Massachusetts, um, like the like,
0: Berkshires. S- uh,
4: slightly, <laughs> slightly less West. So I like to divide Massachusetts <laughs> into like four parts. And it goes like Boston, Past Central Mass, west. west, Western Mass, and then the Berkshires. Yeah. I'm in that Western Mass part, like right up our very so tiny Springfield? town uh, yes, but north, the like complete north, oh, of like that. Holyoke, like
1: even further John, north, Northfield. John, is you're losing town. your own game.
4: It's a very, very <laughs> tiny town called Northfield. We touch mm-hmm. the borders of both New Hampshire and Vermont. Um, three thousand people, lots of cows. That is Me? where I grew up. But I've been in Boston since. Right. I mean, since I graduated high school. So All so. I'm
0: saying is, don't make fun of Jess in Jersey. No. <laughs> Never, never. Yeah, that was the hardest
1: way to say that. Um, please right, continue let's, with let's your yes, defense, As I you was saying, the
4: just <laughs> even though Jess is a lovely person, she still is allowed to make fun of me sometimes. And mm. uh I have been very vocal about how I'm not a huge IPA person. And so when I first took this sip, I was like, oh no, here we go.
2: Yeah. Um,
4: and was waiting for that like bitter end to it, but it has a like fruity at the end that's almost like I want to say it's like a green melon almost like it had Mm, something that I was like oh okay I'm I'm not completely um, against this it had that Mm. like that sweeterness to it
1: yeah you know you know what I will say because because it isn't not bitter but it also isn't bitter and it's it's funny that I think it's I think it's a well balanced IPA yes do you know what I mean? Does that make? Yeah,
2: that but a fair, a, but, sense
0: But here's what? the thing. Wait, what, Justin?
3: No, I said that makes total sense. I mean, and once you, once I reveal it, yeah, I find out what it is.
1: Once, but here, once but, I tell you that it's a 19 percent because fuck you guys, and Sundays this is the lowest. Is. This is the this
3: lowest is, this ABV is, of the day. This, this is a beer, very though, nice beer at
0: this point like in the night. At this point, because the sun's still up, but it feels like it's the nighttime now. At this point in the night, this is where Justin just walks up to you out of nowhere, just strides up to you out of nowhere and just smacks you across the face. Like, because this is the type of beer where we can have two or three of these on top of everything else that we've had, and it sets you off into a a strange place. So everything, Augie, that you said about this beer, and Zoe, same thing with you, but I'm gonna just pick on Augie for a second. Don't focus. You're you're trying to dissect this, you're trying to like make sense out of this. In the afternoon that we have had now, over the last two hours together, this beer
1: just just
0: fits. It just just fits. We don't have to think about it we don't have to we shouldn't be trying to divine its larger purpose in this metaverse that we live in this is just it's a really nice beer that fits into a really nice conversation and we can go and ask zoe some more questions and maybe read a letter and have some nice
1: times so zoe hold on all right Uh, so Zoe, in your experiences at Brewbound, do you get to do many fests or have you been so has your career so correlated to COVID that you didn't get to do many fests? Because my sentence for this beer is that most fests, the room where the brewers hang out away from the crowds will have like these big clear plastic buckets just filled with beers people brought along with ice. And my sentence for this beer is: it's the one I'm going to grab three or four of when we're leaving the fest to go somewhere else to drink in the Uber on the way. Mm-hmm. Like, th- there's going to be twenty random <laughs> cans of beers in one of those things, and I'm going to look and be like, "Oh, that one. Let's take those, John." And John and I are going to go get an Uber and drink this. Moving on to, you know, moving on to a second location. Do you know? Do, does that make sense to Zoe? Have
4: you had that? To- makes sense. Be, I haven't been to a lot of festivals. Yeah, I haven't been to a lot of festivals. My extent really is like I went to CBC this year, and that was like the biggest brewer like beer event at all. Um, because oh, we
0: were, there.
3: we were there. We were. We were. We, only we were only at, beer, at stop.
4: beer stop. <laughs> <laughs> we,
1: we we told everybody we went to CBC, and then we went to beer stop. By the way, the, at the a, biggest news of the year, Zoe. Are you aware of the most important biggest news of the year, which is that Ashley, who claims to be my friend. Clearly hates me and is trying to kill me. John, what business did you hear about last week?
0: <laughs> uh Beer Snot is opening up a, a whiskey, a Scotch whiskey bar <laughs> that is solely based around excess. Uh, Wait, what? There's no way John on a and second. I are not gonna listen to
1: our next temperature. Is this true? Hang on. Yes.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: All right. What's on. the name of that thing? Beer Snot. It's going to be whiskey stuff. I don't know.
0: No, they named it something. Anyway, did um, you make it to
1: beer style when you were in Denver, Zoe?
4: Yes. Yes, I did. Did you
1: love
0: it? Did I you love did. it?
4: Did you <laughs> see
1: that? Did you see the two idiots who wouldn't leave? stairs, Stop. schools one and two. That was me I, and John. Probably maybe. That. I mean, messed. we also
4: <laughs> went multiple times. It was yeah. made it. Yeah. It was the one place we went at no, least two days. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys want to know what beer this
0: is? Yeah, what what beer? Yeah, this I guess.
1: This. Wait, did Zoe write her
3: sentence? She didn't oh, write no, her I have sentence.
0: Not.
1: Where I mean, do you where do you sip on this? Not your necessarily your style beer.
4: And I I have similar sentiments about it being like you're having a bunch of other beers and this feels like a nice like palate cleanser. So I would say like I would drink this beer when I'm out with a couple friends and they're getting into like the vodka sodas and I'm designated to kind of corral everybody. And so I'm going to have one or two of these enjoy my beverage, enjoy my evening and supervise everyone.
2: Yeah,
1: I think you're right. It would go great after a couple more margaritas too. Um,
3: (laughs) So this is Augie. You were almost spot on. This is from Sierra Nevada. This is their powder day IPA which powder is, day? yeah, it's a new IPA from Sierra Nevada. Uh, is it
2: though?
3: Is it
1: though? Come on, Ken, <laughs> be honest. This is <laughs> fucking celebration.
4: Powder, so they is want you to heaven? drink this like at the ski lodge? Is that like, I there? think that's
2: the I'm,
1: idea. Yeah. I'm guessing, or at the the, I, but wait, 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 I'm guessing. Can you check? So they call powder day. I'm looking at
0: the can 7. now. And 7. there
1: are, there are whole hop cones skiing down a, a freshly dumped on powder mountain um
4: but uh,
3: what'd you say the abv is i can't see it 7.7 7, so pretty high so much, but so it's also pretty
4: high but still the lowest still
1: of the lowest of day. the day by 0. 0.3 um all right so so i'm guessing and i could be wrong here but i'm guessing that hop note that zoe called green melon which i i liked that note and can definitely see it i'm guessing it is a citra powder or a mosaic powder or you know what i mean like a cryo hop so the
3: hops on addition. according to the website amarillo chinook um comet citra hercules idaho 7 mosaic and polaris so quite a quite a few hops.
1: holy shit yeah and none
3: of them are powder form it doesn't oh, say powdered or pelleted or no. fresh or whatever <clears throat>
0: uh hmm. more important that's a lot of
3: hops have you guys had this I just a lot of hops I, I no. just know on it on the story. Well, I definitely
1: had this beer before, but it was called uh <laughs> celebration. It's called celebration. Yeah. And
3: the hops were different.
0: No, I <laughs> listen, I, I I swear to god, I stand. Has anybody by... looked at it? Is
3: it hazy or clear? I don't know. Here, let me pour it. It's clear. It's pretty clear. I have,
0: I thought I would... it was gonna be a hazy. But it's is clear. it clear with that with it that sort of amber-esque hue of celebration? It has to be.
3: No, it's golden. It's it's definitely lighter. It's pale out color all right lighter than um,
0: all right for everybody who's listening though it's called anorak whiskey at Bierstadt and this is from bill i himself where anorak is an unusual whiskey bar with a strong bent towards the excessive and compulsive will open as a whiskey pop-up uh, one or two days a month And we'll certainly hope to make those two days glorious and educational. And then he goes on from there. But the idea of a pop-up whiskey bar that is both excessive and compulsive.
4: It sounds dangerous. (laughs) It's it's
0: been nice knowing you. Yeah. I mean, like you've been a nice friend. I've enjoyed your company. You call call me a a complete egotistical
1: narcissist when I say people clearly are only ever thinking about me. But it's clear that Ashley and Bill want me dead. Yeah, trying they to figure out how to progress. do it. That's what they They figured to. out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, oh, we don't need to pay anybody with a gun. Let's just open a whiskey bar. He'll be dead by Tuesday.
0: <laughs> hey, uh Justin Kennedy, do you do you have a letter you? Do you have a us? letter?
3: I sure do. You want to hear oh, it? Yes.
0: I do. Zoe, Zoe. Do you want to hear a letter?
4: Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay, great. All
3: right. This is from Peter C. He says, Kennedy, my man. My man, I was listening to your latest episode on my way back to Jersey from Maryland. And I found your discussion about changing recipes, but not the name of the beer, particularly interesting. This is when we were talking about folks beer, um, changing morning dew from kind of a standard pale ale to like a hazy.
0: who did we have on the show that talked about that?
3: Uh, that was Alex Zoli, uh, Zoli, sorry.
0: Alex, oh yeah. Alex. That was a, yeah. yeah. Okay.
3: <clears throat> Moments before jumping in the car. My other half texted me to ask if I needed any beer. I actually requested some O dub because A, I haven't had it in a while, and B, because it's just the kind of beer that I like to have on a long drive.
1: <laughs> sorry, <laughs> that sorry, is I, not I, a driving beer. That I make driving beer. That is not a driving not, beer.
3: Sorry, I misread <laughs> that. Half- after a long drive after a drive okay good 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 i was like this guy is crazy not on, not on a long drive. hi after i'm augie carton for the american automobile association <laughs> now if i had arrived home to find that odub is now in a masculine haze bomb i'm going to be pretty pissed off at augie carton and maybe even john hall just by association that said i find it irresistible. Poor john hall the brewery <laughs> fucks with the beloved beer and promotes it with the accompanying tweak to the name my question to the crew is what what's your go-to beer after a long journey cheers peter c
1: all right zoe mm. yeah zoe you should go when first you, when you're journeying what's your what's when you're your invited post- down to Jeff journey what's Fonte's your opre jersey Jess's house what's your opre long drive beer
4: oh i see I feel like this is just strategy. So you guys have longer to think about your after drink. hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. I, I, I mean, I still want that. Like I would want something fruity. I want something a little comforting. I, uh, this might seem a little random, but I think I would want like a jack sabby, like blood orange wheat. Beer, like some sort of that, like
0: they brought that year round this time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Like light, fruity. I know what I'm going to get, and it will satisfy that like beer need that I want and just make me feel a little happy after probably a pretty cranky drive. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Where are you going with this, Justin?
3: What do I want after a long drive? I want celebration if it's like you know October to uh, December.
0: All right, so talk to me about August. Um, August. <laughs> August you get to gonna... get off with like the beer that we've been talking about for the last. Oh, 20 you can name minutes a million
3: beers. God, the
1: out. worst part is I'm gonna I'm picking this beer.
3: <laughs> I was gonna say if it's January, I want Powder Day. I, I want Powder <laughs> Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's we just want to give August. Ken all of our money. If, it, Dude, if it's, if it's March, I, I'm drinking torpedo.
1: The nice part about this day is Justin completely put me off getting too drunk on the shows because that Dale's was so fucking boozy. I was like, be careful, Augie. And then, so I, I've been very well behaved, slowly sipping these things and not getting myself in trouble. And Powder Day is now empty.
2: Yeah, like, right. The,
0: yeah. the guy just
1: makes beers really taste beer. the way I like yeah. beers to drink. Yeah. I mean it's it's, it's just like whoop.
0: thanks Ken. What's what what is so heartbreaking to me is that also my powder days can <laughs> See what <laughs> I, I mean? Don't, <laughs> I, was, I don't know if we were I don't know if we
1: were exactly seven, the
2: same for drugs when 7 we years into the show.
0: show. I, You're an old I don't Gen know Gen X, I'm a young Gen people. X and yep. Kennedy I think is a millennial.
3: I think so, yeah.
0: What year were you born Kennedy?
3: Uh, 82
0: two. Oh yeah. So you're a millennial. You're you're an old millennial.
4: Right.
3: Yep.
0: yep.
1: And we and we've already established though is the exact cusp of yes of Gen Z of, yeah. of millennials.
0: Here's the thing though. After Genial, a long drive, I think you need something, right? It 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 goes back to like, oh, I need a bracing cup of coffee, or I need a whiskey, or something like that. I do think a West Coast IPA, like a mm-hmm. ninety minute. Or like a Lawson's like 90 is an East Coast
1: IPA motherfucker and Lawson's is fucking Vermont.
0: I'm saying in the bitter (laughs) sense, (laughs) I'm not necessarily saying where it's made, but I'm simply (laughs) saying in the bitter sense. Where you want something that is assertive, that sort of resets your brain and snaps you all back into attention. So I can understand why, you know, powder day IPA, a double dry hopped IPA from Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, Uh, yeah, like why that does a good thing. Um, Yeah, I think you want something after a long drive that snaps your palate back into attention and then you can go on your merry little beverage way afterwards. So. I'm drinking sip of sunshine, or I'm drinking a 90 minute, and then or or maybe so, an O Dub. Do you do you still make O Dub, John? Oh, John! <laughs> oh, John!
3: I got a boat, anyway, John. You've never heard what? of it?
1: <laughs> nah, it's boat. is that is that the problem that a with thing?
0: boat is you really need to drink. It.
1: So if it's one beer, no, it's I, the no, wrong I, thing to I, drink.
0: I want, I want it, I want like an assertive seven
1: percent. You know, I've I've made the joke about dub a million times. Have you? Yeah, well, dub is like gin and breasts. Two is not enough, and three is too many.
3: Jesus
0: Christ!
1: Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> none of those jokes Just are, are okay
1: anymore. No, it's fine. That's what but happens
4: when you've had four high four ABB. high ABV. Thank gins. you, Zoe.
1: But anyway, it's it's just it's you it's you can stop. Dean Martin was funny until he was don't stop with a four percent beer. Anyway, but let's get back to it. Um, but what I so but what I like best about this beer, and it goes back to what we were talking to Zoe about first and that kind of generational trend shift, is you know, it's it's I, I you know the the couple points we've made along the way about not having to be challenging or growing, right? When I was a kid beer was a grown-up flavor you grew into and there was a progression to it and i feel like this is the kind of beer you get to right where there is a balancing of some bitterness some maltiness some hoppiness you know what i mean and and i love that ken's new ipa is still one of those beers right like i think it's it's really pretty and really well balanced and I think one is enough. I don't think you need four or five, like both or and like the, the beer Zoe described sounds great to me. But again, I would drink two or three of those. You know what I mean? Those are drinking beers.
0: Here, here's my here's my question though. And and Zoe, the only reason I'm asking you about generational stuff is because it's the bio that you sent to us. Yeah. Like otherwise You don't like- think Justin actually did the work to write that for us? <laughs> I don't. And so she she sent it to me. (laughs) I did. I did send it. Yeah. So so if you're talking about age and you're talking about generational stuff, does this make Sierra Nevada, which could honestly generational now be like your granddad's beer or your dad's beer or like whatever. um, Does this make, do you think for your generation, does this make this beer or the brand more interesting
4: yeah i mean my my own glass is almost empty and like i said i'm not a big ipa person but i think something like this that like it's again those like flavor forward things where you can introduce people to something that they might initially be hesitant about but it's introducing them into this new beer world I think it keep it makes them still relevant. I mean, I think I know plenty of people who would drink this beer. I think that's awesome. it's, it's still, it's being, a good beer. Yeah. It's still like giving something to the yeah.
0: space. Good beer is good beer. I mean, that's yeah. what it comes down to ultimately. But.
1: Justin, Justin, does it worry you that you just sounded, you know, like, why were you surprised that it was a good beer?
3: I thought this I thought this beer would be, <laughs> so this beer got a little pushback because it replaced another seasonal beer from Sierra Nevada I can't remember which one it was but a lot of people were like oh God another IPA from Sierra Nevada. well that what was job. news Zoe,
1: do you do you, do you that that was news at some point this year so maybe you can pinpoint the cycle because they stopped making Keller I think it was Keller beer and, right?
3: or Keller
2: but that like was sort of seasonal
1: but yeah. they stopped making Keller and something else right they stopped making
0: their porter.
2: And well, they, they, got they rid of, stopped they making got rid porter of and porter stout and
0: Keller, right? No, they they got rid of stout and porter, and they stopped yeah. making Keller vice But you're not going to replace one of those with this, right? They have. I think that was That's like kind of this going on stuff. Here. This
3: is the new seasonal, and I was like, "Oh, it's just the hazy." Yeah, but and those were
0: year-round it. beers. Those were year-round beers that they were making. Okay. Stout yeah. okay. and
3: maybe um, I don't. It also just, I mean, it's it's a bright. Can it's not really Sierra Nevada. I don't know, but
1: uh yeah, it looked like a dogfish head. So Zoe, mm. you were talking about that you were talking about the uh have you unwrapped your can yet? Because it looks like that beer you were talking about. Yeah, which would the, the black lime beer, right? Like the can that actually is. looks yeah. like yeah. that can.
3: Yes.
4: Yeah. Um it has that, that brighter qualities to it.
3: But I <laughs> thought it was when I when I first drank it, I was like, Oh wow, this is a really good beer. And I thought it was just gonna be, you know, some Yeah, Sierra but Nevada they don't beer. make a bad beer. It's true. It's true. I
4: don't love yes, but, anything, but yes, Sierra like Sierra Nevada is definitely has that reputation of being for us is like it's. I don't think we see it as like a uh, modern brand necessarily, or modern <laughs> like. Which, not to like uh, diss wow, on them or anything, wow, but wow, I think it's this tough. helps them. So you're that, mean. That it. Yeah. <laughs> I think this, I think this helps them. I think they're in the right direction though, is that they're showing something that isn't necessarily like by the can it is like what we would think of Sierra C- C- Nevada as, but it's still the Sierra C- not like has those qualities of Sierra C- yeah. C- Nevada beers. Like you said it right yeah. off, like this reminded you of celebration. Yep. So I think just yep. like a subtle change like that packaging or something helps bring in new people. Oh.
1: No doubt about it, because Zoe, is there? It's, it's a funny brand... to hear. Yeah, go on, John. No,
0: so is there a brand that exists though in the beer space that you think, you know, it's it's fairly large but is not speaking to your generation?
4: It is not speaking to us. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's a hard question because they we are also. I say all the time that like Generation Z is like the most non-committal generation ever and like we can't like there's not really anything where that we're gonna stay loyal to. (laughs) So like there's a lot of brands that That I don't don't think we're like any of the big brands were necessarily like going to all the time so there's an aspect that like no one really is speaking entirely to us but i don't think there's any who like are completely out of touch okay. i think if you're That's big good. enough if you're big enough right now through this past like crazy two years then you've you're at least doing something to still keep our attention <sighs> but it's not it's probably not with your beer necessarily it's probably you're doing something else got it unfortunately well, when
0: when you come to jess's house down the shore yes go visit cane brewing because i think uh. they're doing a really good job speaking to uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then go to Carton. Uh,
1: yeah stop by and i'd love to have you if you're ever in the area do stop by it would be nice to meet you in person that's the, the problem with doing these remote but thanks so much for all the insights i think it's definitely cool we we, we hit some actual news even i'm 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 delighted with the show. Thanks for coming on. Um
4: Yeah, I had a good time.
1: And and I guess we did answer everybody's driving beer, right? Or end of driving beer.
3: End of driving beer, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I will t- I will say, and I don't want to be harpoon. Into the back
3: I like Harpoon. I think they're cans. good people. I, I
1: I like uh I like Harpoon and I don't want to be mean to them, but I picked up
4: because what, what
1: happened we talked about finishing the um the IPA. Uh, the snow chaser or whatever it was called powder day and uh <laughs> and um in full but i finished it literally from the can the minute we unwrapped it i just had yeah. to drink it from the can so yeah. i picked up the black glass that still in it hoping it was nope. more of that and it was the margarita beer oh no <laughs> and, and all i can tell you is <clears throat> The powder day was not good enough to change my opinion of the margarita beer. I would still <laughs> rather have a real margarita. Um, anyway, again, I, it's, like I said, So, thanks very much for your time. We will yeah. get you back on and and visit us when you do. And and we end up in Boston every now and then. Maybe we'll bump into you. And maybe we'll just all meet a beer start for the end of my life.
4: Um, Sounds perfect.
1: <laughs> there you go. Come out and watch That's Augie drink himself to death in the most Bukowski of ways. Yeah. Um, all right, cool so do your cast voice john hall
0: if uh you want to give us patreons it's uh <laughs> patreon.com slash steal this beer and uh, give us the Dukets. and then uh <laughs> we're, we're on we're on social media at steal this beer and uh trade me some cans by sending me an email. At uh, steal this beer podcast at uh, gmail.com.
1: Get well, at us. Well done, sir. Get at us, y'all. We appreciate it. Thank you.